You're listening to the Teachers Inspire Ireland podcast. Hello, my name is Fergal O'Keefe and you're very welcome to the podcast. The Teachers Inspire Ireland initiative is brought to you by DCU. Over the last month, we have been receiving tons of uplifting story submissions from you, celebrating those inspiring teachers that made a positive impact on your lives. To read some of those inspiring stories, go to our website, teachersinspire.ie. Over the next few weeks, our curator, the author Louise O'Neill, will be reading a selection of your wonderful stories on this podcast every Thursday until December. Okay, well, the title of this story, which is from 2019, is Above and Beyond by Trevor Lean. So this is what Trevor says. Ms. McGilligott has gone above and beyond the call of duty in helping me. I've had her since I started first year in 2013, and I had her for most of my learning support classes as I have dyslexia. She helped myself and others by giving us studying tips and gave us helpful notes. She also kept her classes entertaining by discussing latest topics and showing us her daily positive messages she has found. Where she went above and beyond for me was when I came back from the Christmas holiday in January 2018. She approached me showing concern about my mental health. I had recently been going through a very dark time in my life with issues with anxiety, depression, and OCD. And she picked up straight away that I wasn't my normal self. At the time I was in fifth year and these issues hugely affected my studying. But Miss McGilligot's main priority was my mental wellness. She sent emails to my teachers saying how I was struggling. And she would always keep up to date with my mom and ask me how my appointments were going as I had been going through a lot of counseling. When I started sixth year, She organized one-on-one learning support classes twice a week to help me with my schoolwork. And she helped me to get through school and my mental state. In October, 2018, Ms. McGilligot had an operation done. So she was off school for a few months. She wasn't supposed to do any schoolwork, but that didn't stop her from getting on to one of the vice principals and making sure that he looked after me while she was gone. When she returned earlier than she should have, I was delighted and I had the news for her that I was diagnosed with autism. She did amazing work with this information, helping me with this and also helping me to fill out my CAO and DARE, Disability Access Route to Education forms. She helped me with final projects and helped me find out what PLCs I would like to do. She got me a present from when she went to a Berlin school trip and has also given me her classroom as my special centre for the Leaving Cert. She has supported me, and she even helped me organise a mental health day in school for Mental Health Awareness Month in May. Ms McGilligot is an amazing teacher, and I am delighted and lucky to have had her as a teacher, and all future students will be lucky to have her too. I just thought this was really lovely. And I think what what really stood out for me was, you know, this teacher sounds like obviously, you know, is incredible in an educational sense, you know, and, and is very determined that all of her students will, you know, learn to the best of their ability. But the line I think that really stood out was when this student, you know, was suffering with, um, you know, issues around anxiety and depression and OCD. Um, Ms. McGilligot, I think, 
was her this is the line her main priority was my mental wellness um and I do think that's really really important that obviously you know I suppose so often in schools like the emphasis can be on A's or B's or C's or you know whatever how many points you're getting in your leaving cert um but I do think that like obviously mental well-being um and people's mental health has to be prioritized above everything else um and I suppose that's only you know there has to be a culture of that within the school and I think that it's really important that teachers facilitate that and it's very clear this that that this teacher did that and you know what is so important over the last year but you know say during the pandemic mm. time when schools were closed and I think disproportionately like secondary school teenagers I think were affected because they weren't able to like say do sport or go outside I know, I know. they were really affected so it's a very important thing so it's mm. so great to see a teacher that sees that yeah absolutely especially because I suppose these you know they're very common and I think for years a lot of these issues went undiagnosed um, and you know children and young people were falling through the cracks um, and I think it's just really wonderful to see I suppose an increased awareness of that um, within teachers and, and and like you know you can see the impact that that has had on this particular student I think it's really powerful. So the next one then. This story is very moving uh, it uses a pseudonym to protect the child's identity um, so it is called dedication and care. So we were made homeless last July after 10 years of renting, our landlord moved students into our home. I have three children, but my main problem was my son, John. He was in fourth class and had to move out of the area to the other side of town. It took two buses to get John to school, but we kept him there as not to uproot his whole life. You know, his friends are there and there's support from the school as well. The principal has called me constantly to check that we were okay arranged for John to be seen by an OT, which really helped me as it turned out that he has ADHD and is also dyslexic. She got in touch with CAMHS, which is the Child and Adolescent Mental Health Service, also arranged for a family support program called MEHEL, which really helped me too. She excused John when he was late as she knew we had to take two buses to get to school. She talked to me when I thought I could not go on anymore. There is so much more to tell, but it would take 20 pages. She left on maternity leave a few months ago when I was scared that you know, it would change things, but nothing changed as the acting principal was equally as good and is even now supporting me beyond what she would be expected to do. She has a large number of students, but she always makes me feel like I am the only mother and John is the only child. She has offered him art therapy, which he seems to love. She arranged for him to still be part of the school community with clubs and after school programs. And now John's teacher. Let me explain. He was John's teacher last year and again this year. He is a young teacher and is such a great role model. He treats John with such respect and takes him to hurling and gives him jobs around the classroom to distract him fighting and being loud. He takes the time to call me with updates and he gives John loads of praise. It really makes a difference. Um, I mean, God, I mean, where do I even begin with this? You know, I think when I was reading it, it just brought home, I suppose, what an impossible situation so many parents are in. 
um, and how incredibly difficult it must be. I, I mean, I can't even imagine like how heartbreakingly difficult it must be to find yourself in a situation like this um, and to, I suppose, you know, be trying to make sure that your children feel safe and protected throughout all of this. And, you know, it's that old saying that, you know, it truly takes a village, you know, it takes a village to raise a child. Um, and I think you can really see that here, that it's just really lovely to see that support from um, both, you know, the principal and the acting principal and John's teacher to make sure that, you know, not just John, but I suppose that his mother as well, um, you know, that they all feel, oh, I suppose, just supported throughout this, you know, to be made homeless is yeah. just, I mean, I don't have children, but I, I just can't imagine getting that news and, and having three children to sort of, you know, um, take care of them. Uh, it's just... It's, I think it's, it just seems like such a nightmare. Um, and I, it's, I, I just feel so glad um, that this person had such wonderful teachers, I suppose, to help, I suppose, just to share the load a little bit. And so many teachers are like that. We've all experienced that, mm. you know, that they, they, they you know, they, they take on that, they, you know, the responsibility um, for their students, not just for their education, but outside school and, you know, I remember actually when I was young, my mother died when I was in secondary school when I was 16. And I always remember the teachers used to always be going to me, you know, and how are you doing and how are things? Yeah. And they'd be watching my homework. If it was off slightly, they'd go, how are things, you know? Yeah. So I was really aware of that personally. And I really yeah. appreciated it. Yeah, because I mean, so often I think with teachers, you know, they can be the first port of call. You know, they can really notice, you know, because they're seeing the, the kids I mean, often they're seeing the kids for longer than what their parents nearly are, you know, in a given day. Um, and I think they can really tell if a child is acting out of character or if their behavior is a little off. And I suppose then making, you know, wondering, OK, what's happening at home? What's happening in in this child's life? Is anything wrong? Um, I mean, the role that they play is just so vitally important. Yeah. So thank you for Louise for that. We'll uh, see you again next week and we'll go through a few more stories then. Yeah, I can't so. wait. Thank you for listening today and our curator Louise O'Neill will be back again next Thursday to share more inspirational stories from you about those teachers that influenced you the most and made a difference to your life. I'd ask that you follow or subscribe to this podcast on your favourite platform to be the first to get a new episode every Thursday. For more information go to teachersinspire.ie and we look forward to chatting to you again next week. You're listening to the Teachers Inspire Ireland podcast.